Welcome to Cartoonist Kayfabe. My name is Ed Piscor. And I'm Tom Scholey, author of Jack Kirby, The Epic Life of the King of Comics and Fantastic Four Grand Design. Let's go cross-collectible today, man, with the issue one of the Double Dragon comic from, from Marvel Comics. Uh, but first, I want to let you guys know that Jim and I are going to be representing Cartoonist Kayfabe at Heroes Con at the end of this month, of uh, June 2022. If you're going to be in Charlotte, North Carolina, come visit us. Come say what's up and make sure you fly that cartoonist kayfabe flag by grabbing something from the spread shop. It's always really cool seeing those shirts running around uh, the convention circuit. But I want to invite you guys to like, follow, and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hit that bell so that we can notify you when new vids are available. And that helps mitigate the kayfabe effect, which is what happens whenever we talk about a comic. Uh, by early afternoon, midday, the aftermarket is either devoid of those comics off of uh, Amazon and eBay or you're not going to get the cheapest copy uh, that somebody who has a subscription to the video is able to uh, get access to. Also, if you watch these videos to the very end, that pushes our YouTube uh, content out to further uh, comic book loving YouTube viewers who don't necessarily uh, see, our see our channel. It helps us grow our subscriber numbers. We recently hit uh, 62,000 subscribers and uh, we're very much uh, barely scratching the surface of the 6.2 million that we're trying to get uh, as a subscriber base. Without further ado, Tom, man, we're taking a look at the cover, Marvel Comics, issue number one of uh, Double Dragon with uh, Hammer and Spike themselves, <laughs> man. Billy Lee, Jimmy Lee, or depending on where you're looking, Bimmy and Jimmy. Shouts to Alika Seki, Maui Comics, for pointing that one out. <laughs> cover drawn by Larry Stroman with inks by, by another fella, uh, Venkata is the anchor and you could see those Jim Stroman proportions the head gonna, shapes and stuff yeah this is like a post Jim Lee comic you know this is like that that influence has sort of taken hold it, it also like it this costume reminds me of that sort of like 90s Daredevil remember when Daredevil got oh, yeah. kind of like an armored looking costume this is uh as far as licensed materials and stuff go this is a this is a cool set of costumes yeah like I was young enough to be watching the uh, animated series. The Code of the Dragon. Like, I was there. Yeah. They got these weak masks and stuff with, like, uh, Gil. They look like Gil. They look like Merman from mm -hmm. Masters of the Universe. They have the key same color scheme, like a blue dude, a red dude. They have dragon bikes and shit. But these are kind of flyer. Yeah, they, they gave the comic... I mean, they gave, like, the, the IP, whatever, you know, the video game. They gave it, like, a sort of state-of-the-art Marvel makeover. This is what Marvel kind of looked like back then. And, yeah. and, you know, for better or worse. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. July 1991, they got their hands on lots of licenses, man. They, they had some, some money to play with after uh, issue number one of Spider-Man and X-Force and, and uh, X-Men. This might be before some some of those but post spider-man yeah uh but there was a glut on the market of there was like terminator comics there was toxic avenger and toxic crusader a lot of a lot of new robocop uh -huh. comics starting up and the penciling duties are given to tom rainey here with brad uh, vancata as inker but you cannot tell me that jim stroman uh, why do i keep calling jim larry stroman uh hasn't had his pay his hands on at least the first one, two, three, four. Yeah, kind of like there was like a handoff. The first four pages are no doubt 
Larry Stroman influenced, heavily laid out at the very, very least. These, the, the eye shape, the shadow, the kind of expressive lines here that don't need to be there. Mm -hmm. That's Larry Stroman work. And this is a female, by the way, that's Marion. Uh, it makes me, um, you know, you're not, you don't get much with the video game race. It opens up. She gets punched in the stomach. She gets punched in the stomach and take it away. Just, uh, off, off the street. Yeah. And then your boys come out of uh, their garage mm -hmm. and it's, and it's on. She, in this comic, she's like an underground cop, mm -hmm. you know, trying to work against this shadow organization yeah. or whatever. It, 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 uh, adds a little bit of agency to the girl. Uh, it makes her less of just, uh, not just a, a victim or damsel in distress. She's actually has some narrative function. Yeah, she she is is sort of like a partner in in the adventures. As you know, there's all kinds of uh, one of the places where this shit falls short is having you know it's called the shadow organization or right. whatever, and having all these ersatz like Marvel created dashed out like bad guys. Mm -hmm. I think this comic hit six issues, and if they don't fight a Bobo. Right. And one of them, like, fuck you. If you don't fight Linda with the Mohawks <laughs> and some whips, yeah. fuck you. Well, that's that's what I'm thinking about this. Like, you you have the assignment of creating a Double Dragon comic. Maybe, most likely, you're not the target. Like, you know, we were the target right. audience. We were the kids. We could have told you how to make one of these. But, you know, I was like 11 or something. You know, like, um, but they're coming at it. They're like, we want to make the best possible comic out of this using our skill set. So we're going to sci-fi it up. They sci-fi, they, they super it up. They they give it, you know, they make it a little more. But yeah, like you could make an amazing Double Dragon comic. And it's like, like what you got to do is lean into the 70s of it. The Ken Landgraf of yeah, absolutely. it. Absolutely. Uh, like Johnny Negron did like a, a beat-em-up kind of comic that was basically, the you know, like like a uh, Double Dragon done right or whatever. Like that's what you, you want to, like the Warriors, Billy Jack. You know, like all that. You you want to go heavy into the, just the visual language, like the 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 artwork of of the Double Dragon game. It would translate so beautifully to comics, but it's like these guys just they weren't they they were they were grown ups. They weren't like coming at it from a fan perspective. We we you know thirty years later, you know we we know how to do this right. The the first four Larry Stroman pages really uh, sort of. Shows you what he's bringing to the table. There's yeah. a lot of interesting angles, some interesting panel layouts and stuff. Devoid of backgrounds in the way that 90s comics are, but it's still kind of kind of cool looking. There's enough there. When it gets to, I mean, this is the Tom Rainey stuff, no doubt. Straight mid-shot views and mm -hmm. things. Kind of more boring to look at. Yeah, it's like the Chuck Norris Karate Commando comics that yeah. Ditko did. Yeah, like one Dutch angle. Uh, it's not very much divorced from just your standard six-panel grid. Not very dynamic. Time to pay some bills. Ed Piscor and I are working cartoonists. The best way to support cartoonists kayfabe? Buy our comic books. Red Room, Trigger Warnings. Issues one through three now available in comic shops everywhere, barring uh, 28 countries and I think 11 comic shops where it's banned. But you can ask for this and order it from virtually any comic shop. Who knows? They might pull them out from under the covers. Red Room Trigger Warnings 3, the second season of Red Room. Every Red Room cover self-contained, so pick up whichever one you find, and it, you'll get a complete story, along with Red Room Anti-Social Network, the trade paperback of the first season, available now wherever books and comics are sold. 
Hulk Grand Design, Monster Madness, a retelling of the 60-year history of the Incredible Hulk. I am writing, drawing, coloring, lettering, the whole shebang, the Grand Design way. And this is available now in comic shops everywhere. Both issues, the complete story of the Incredible Hulk's rich history. Pick that up now wherever comics are sold. And back to our regular scheduled programming. The, the sort of character uh, traits of these guys, uh, you have the stoic black you know uh, brunette uh leader and then the more carefree footloose and fancy free blonde brother yeah i had a hard time keep because like one of them puts like a little bit of oomph into their language like there's a little b and then the other one it has like a completely flat affect but the difference is so subtle i was like am i just reading into that because there should be a contrast between these two characters or is is that genuinely what what they're attempting the 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 billy lee leader character really is a part of that trope of like all the leaders that when you were a little kid like playing as the ninja turtles nobody wanted to be leonardo right or cyclops yeah or falcon you know general hawk or falcon mm -hmm. or duke or something it's like they're the they're the bosses even though you're, they're, they're, you're equal, like they're still the supervisor and they're like kind of uncool. And that's certainly what the brunette dude is here. They never cracked the code. Uh, even in the animated series, they, they just never cracked the code of Double Dragon. And it's such an evocative title. Yeah, great title. The, great, great logo. The character designs uh, in the video game are perfect. Amazing character design. You're right. Like they should be fighting a Bobo. They, like, they, you know, by the end of issue one, it's like a Bobo steps out and they got to fight him. You yeah. know, like that's that's got to be what it is. And reading this really made me want to make a double dragon. Me comic. too. It's so funny you say that because we too, I'm like, man, maybe I got to see about getting that license. Yeah, right. Who's got the license? But then I thought, you know what? You could do a pretty like badass, uh, you know, uh, creator owned double dragon, which I think like I need to revisit that Johnny Negron comic because that's what it felt like to me at least. Once again, these costumes so much better than the animated series that comes out a couple of yeah. years later. Yeah, like some real efforts going into this, and s smart. I like in in abstract. I get I get the decisions. It's like yeah, let's make it a little more sci-fi. Let's make, but like no, you want to make it. You want to make it a period piece. You want to make it take place in the seventies or something, or at the very least the eighties. You know. And also the movie with the party of five guys sucks too. And Alyssa Milano. Okay. You ever I, see that one? I, no, I haven't. It's the same deal where, like, I think there's, like, an Urzatz Abobo that, yeah. like, you know, the bad guys, like, jam them up with a bunch of roids, like, kind of like the uh, Bane drug or something. Mm -hmm. And there's, like, a definite, like, swollen guy. But I don't even think they call him Abobo. Yeah. I don't even know if I'm saying it right. I, that's Abobo is how I always say But, yeah, yeah, maybe it's Ababo or something. I don't know. But it's, <laughs> yeah, that's how I say it. Too. More of these mid-shot gimmicks. And, and they're hitting all the movies. Like, you remember in uh, the first Double Dragon, which was a one-player game called yeah. Double Dragon? For uh, the NES. For yeah. the NES. Yeah. Uh, if you just keep, if you keep a guy alive and you just keep punching him, uh, and you let him recover and then you punch him some more and then your heart meter goes up and then you have access to more moves. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You get, you get better moves at, at, the more guys you beat up. Yeah. So and it's, it's like almost like an RPG. That... I resent, cause I was a fan of the arcade game. I loved the arcade game and I resented all the changes that they made when they brought out the NES one. Um, and, and again, like, I think the not having two players simultaneous was just maybe a technological, like they did, hadn't figured out how to do that yet for right. the NES. Right. But when I think about it, it's like, no, they did a pretty good job of like adapting it, like, like that element, the sort it, of RPG element where you get better as you go on. Yeah. I, I only like, 
my introduction was the NES oh, okay. game, so so I love it. But I hated yeah. that part of it. Uh, but the second game, the Revenge. Yeah, they get now you can play two players at the same time. It's like okay, now you've figured it. Now you can call it Double Dragon. They should have called the first one Single Dragon. <laughs> right. Very cool. Uh, Serpent stuff happened in here, where we have the magenta layer laying on top of. Uh, you know, some cyan and stuff. Yeah, I think Marion was just like tied to a chair in the game. So putting her in a in a hourglass, you know, you know, they're they're some they're doing her work. Yeah. I feel like that's a platforming element. You know, like when you would mm -hmm. climb up like in the revenge. Yeah, and, climb and, up the ladders and stuff. Yeah, so they're getting a little bit of that in there. Yeah, because this is this is coming out after there've been a couple double dragon games. At least the one. At least the one. I remember seeing the ads for the revenge, uh if that's what it's called. Yeah, and, and I mean, if you remember the Double Dragon game, there's like battles on a bridge, and you can like lose your guys real fast on that bridge if, if you get punched into the Out in that water. wilderness. And and throwing dynamites and stuff, that's in that's in the game. Yeah. Man, this piece right here feels like it might be a little Stroman-ish again. This, this I like this sequence with like the, the rope bridge and, and the way it kind of, like there's a nice rhythm there and this this was like the highlight for me of of this comic was was this moment. Yeah, Indiana Jones. <laughs> Look at these fellas. Yeah, <laughs> Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Do you think these kind of sneaks would be comfortable to you with a toe? I mean, they have that now, where or they've had it for like twenty years with the toes going. Yeah. I've never worn them, but yeah, that that would probably make me insane. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't think I'd be able to do that. Yeah, this guy's pulling up the bridge. You know, I wonder if a part of this whole endeavor is like the same kind of relationship that Marvel had with like a Hasbro where they thought that it was going to be like a long last. I, I, mm -hmm. I can't imagine that you start making comics thinking that it'll be a losing endeavor. Right. You know, so like by introducing all these characters, does that create a situation where Marvel has some stake in some spinoff stuff? Is yeah. that in the contracts? Because there is all that shit and it's just like, keep it to the streets. Like right. when, they, when they turn... All of these kind of the Robocops, like mm -hmm. all that stuff, into just another Marvel comic. Yeah, it's boring. Yeah, yeah, I, like they're just they're using like the toolbox that they have instead of customizing to the thing that that it is. But I like I just I can't imagine like a bunch of grown ups respecting the source material right. enough, being kind of like this is some stupid shit. Like maybe my my son plays this game and I fucking hate it, or, mm, or my right. nephews are always at, you know at the arcade or you know spending their their lunch money. On I, I think about that pre the prejudice of that stuff because I just re you know I I play video games a couple times a week mm -hmm. and still on that sixteen bit level at the most, mm -hmm. and I'm sitting there mashing buttons and I I can conceptually imagine like what my parents must have thought they were witnessing when yeah. when like that those actions have never been seen it, like it, in their childhood it's divorced from. It probably seemed post-apocalyptic. It's like here, here's my mutant kid. You know that, that you're just like, and you're gonna grow up to just. You're you're still gonna be pressing those buttons in their basement. You know, thirty years later, is which, the, which you know, which is the case. <laughs> but like, so the idiot box is immersive, but now you can interact with the yeah. idiot box and mm -hmm. make the TV do things. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I'll, I'll, have to, I'll have to ask my mom or something. Like, were you worried when I was like playing, you know, Legend of Zelda for like hours straight? And, you know, this is a Marvel character. Sure, why not, man? It could be in like some '90s. That's actually pretty fucking cool. Yeah, he looks kind of like like a skinny Thanos. Yeah, but it's just like 
you know, is it double dragon? Yeah, you want, like, if you t said to somebody, oh, there's a double dragon comic, like, what you picture is not this. And here's another thing, like, there's the moment in the game where, like, the stone stuff's popping out to hit you. you uh, I would have liked end. to have had the uh, minotaurs with the spears <laughs> poking at you. And then in the second game, there's the gears. You gotta jump on the big gear, cl clockwork gimmicks. You know, you know what would be cool? Good color here. Yeah, to, to do a, um, like, a Battletoads comic, too, would be kind of fun. Like, again, like, beautiful, like, imagery and stuff in the game. Translates perfect. Like, it's comics imagery. Yeah, there there was a cartoon. Yeah. Um, but I don't think it, like, you had to, like, rent it. Because I don't think it, like, made it to air. Yeah, you, you can, like, watch that stuff on, on YouTube. I, I was watching a YouTube video of, like, a playthrough of Battletoads. And I realized how far I didn't get into totally. it. Because I thought, oh, I'm pretty close to the end. But then I'm watching the video. And it goes on. And, like, super cool. Amazing. I don't know how you could possibly play it. Like, the difficulty after, like, level four or something is, like, the, the insane. The first motorcycle yeah. thing, like, you ain't getting past that, that if you're a normal human. That cuts a lot of people. I, I, had, I got past that. I had to give it all I had to get past it. But then it only gets harder. Yeah. Like you get a little bit of a break and then it gets incrementally harder. And I watched it. Uh, like it just can't be done. Earlier in this issue, they established that uh, it's 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 definitely some big Papa Pump mathematics where it's uh, together in our dragon form, we're stronger than both of us can be. But separated, we are not as strong as the half or something. Like right, there's yeah. just some yeah. real weird, some weird math. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So of course they split up mm -hmm. throughout the issue. And then they realize that there's just a, a wall blocking them. Nice use of comic book yes. language, having the gutter do the trick they there. They do their wonder twin. And there's thing. the boys, Bimmy and Jimmy. In in the um, in the cartoon, did they ever turn into dragons or, or no, get, like, dragon powers? Like, like when they, for right, for might, we are double dragons. And then some gimmick happens, and then that's when they adorn their masks and stuff. Mm -hmm. And they have like a, a big... It looks like the uh, you remember that Ninja Turtle sword that like is made of like a uh, alligator tail or something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it, it weird, fin like. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like something weaponry. Merman would. would exactly, have. exactly. So here's our girl. They're barely there, and they bust her out. Yeah, they break her out, and she whips out her gun and stuff. In I think Double Dragon Two in the arcade starts with her getting gunned down yeah. by that machine gun guy. Yes. In the, and then when you get to the end. It's like her, there's like a painting of her, and the painting cries. <laughs> I feel like this kind of matches the end of the game where, like, you defeat the shadow boss, and then... And then you gotta fight each other. You gotta fight each other, man. Yeah. You can't be in no menage a trois with the bros. Yeah, that, that was, that was like, maybe the first twist ending in an arcade game, because you get to the end, we did it, we won, and it's like, what's this we? And then, you, you know, you gotta kick each you're other just, Yeah, you're just sitting there for a yeah. minute, and it's like, what? Oh shit! Yeah, it's pretty dope. Yeah, and then um, in in the um, NES version, I think what it is is like like he comes. You have to fight like like a you, sha like, you, sha like Shadow Bimmy Jimmy. Well, you haven't you haven't seen Jimmy Lee like it's only been Billy Lee through the entire game, and then at the end, I think you have to fight Jimmy Lee. Like Jimmy yeah. Lee is like the the final boss, if I'm remembering it correct. And I guess like uh, Billy Lee was it was supposed to be Bruce Lee and Billy Jack. Because, like, the plot of Double Dragon is, like, a total Billy Jack uh, plot. And then there it is, man. They got Marion. So that wraps up all the uh, the original video game stuff. But they're looking off, uh, off screen, and I don't see a Bobo. Yeah. <laughs>
Yeah, you don't see his shadow or something over, over them. Yeah. So, pretty boilerplate. Yeah, I was disappointed. Like, I, I, I'd never read this before, and I, you know, had images of what a Double Dragon comic could be, and this wasn't it. You know, appreciated what they did for what, what it is, but, uh, yeah. That there's some... It, it's sort of it's almost a crime that there isn't like this like great maybe, maybe there's a double dragon manga yeah. that we don't know about that 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 does all that stuff there is uh such great like pen and ink imagery yeah. of double dragon that exists man there's uh the certainly the the cabinet mm-hmm. of the arcade machine and then there's so much like like in nintendo power where they just kind of trace off here like let me i know we got something here man but they, you know, they trace off like Hera Tetsuo artwork, like Fist of the North Star mm-hmm. type shit. Yeah, because that is sort of like like a Fist of the North Star kind of like that. That is kind of the look I'd be thinking of for like a Double Dragon. Like, look at that. Yeah. You know, and this is no knock on Tom Rainey and certainly no knock on Larry Stroman. Yeah, not at all. Yeah. But I really like this is not right. None of this is right. It's traced off of like I know this mm-hmm. Fist of the North Star image, but. It it is outsider. Yeah, I I think Ken Landgraf would needs be, to be the one to do the Double Dragon comic. He would be perfect. And these are your villains. But yeah, and, and like the girls with the whips, they needed to be in there. I feel like you could do more with a Bobo. That yeah, that is just very normal proportions. Where a Bobo has has like a head like a space <laughs> helmet and has like weird black eyes. Yeah, he has he has like eyes that yeah that have like uh like white in the, the middle. The, yeah, the, it, the it's black where the white of the eye would be. And white, where like the the color part of your eye would be. Oh, dude, Bimmy and Jimmy about to, <laughs> about to do their gimmick. Yeah. Gauntlet, another great comic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, like NES comics. Absolutely, man. Anyhow, had to bust out the Double Dragon, uh, feeling nostalgic, yeah. playing those video games, seeing what Marvel was able to do with very little rope to play with. You know what? That an- another ingredient that's missing is the sound, like. Double Dragon has some of the best sounds of somebody getting, like, punched or kneed in the face, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Not bad, man. Uh, I'm good to go if you are. Yeah. Kayfabers, like, follow, subscribe to the YouTube channel, hit the bell so that we can notify you when new vids are available. And if you're going to be in Charlotte, North Carolina at the end of this month uh, and you're going to Heroes Con, come see uh, Jim Rugg and myself representing the cartoonist Kayfabe. Tom, what do you have out there? Um, Check out uh, Jack Kirby, The Epic Life of the King of Comics, Fantastic Four Grand Design. Uh, go to my Patreon, uh, go to patreon.com, search Tom Scholey and see the different comics I've been working on over the past two years. Uh, and check out my YouTube channel, Total Recall Show. Red Room Trigger Warnings, issue one, two, three, and four are on the stands as we speak. Murder on the Dark Web for Fun and Profit is the name of the game in Red Room Comics. Uh, every issue is completely self-contained. So if you see an issue, scoop it up. Uh, you will get a complete story. And if you dig it, uh, give another issue a sample. Uh, you can uh, find these comics at my Patreon uh, in the link tree in the description below this video. There are more than 200 pages in the archive, probably closer to 250 now that I think about it. Uh, three bucks gets you that archive, and I put no- new strips every Tuesday. Hit up our uh, hit up our spread shop to acquire any cartoonist kayfabe merchandise, hats, t-shirts, mugs. Uh, that helps support the Cartoonist Kayfabe channel. And if you have some of that stuff and you're going to be at Heroes Con, I want to see you rocking it. Uh, Tom, you're here at guest host capacity. So the responsibility is yours, man. Give them those marching orders, dude. Make more Double Dragon comics. <laughs>